0: What did Tennessee? The same thing, Arkansas. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on spring from COVID. And our guests this week, well, they are taking their fitness business to a whole new level. This is Small Business Celebration. Join us as we learn from successful business owners and successful business leaders about who they are, from where their business has grown, what they have learned, and where their successful business is going. I'm your host, Michael I. Roberts, and we're going to learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Welcome to Small Business Celebration and our guest this week is Chrissy Wintberg and Nicole Lazzarini, the owners of Level Fitness. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: For visioners who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do?
1: Hi, um, I'm Chrissy Wintberg. I'm one of the co-owners of Level Fitness along with Nicole. We've been in business for about three years now. Um, My background is in engineering. I was from Michigan, went to Michigan State University and moved to Bakersfield right out of college um, to work in the oil industry. And I did that for about 17 years. My side job though was always teaching group fitness. So after work, I'd go and teach Zumba and Pilates and kickboxing. (laughs) And I I met Nicole, she used to come to my kickboxing class. So that was always my fun job. And then I kind of just started thinking when the oil industry was doing layoffs, I started thinking of what else I could do if I ended up losing my job. And so I got this bug in my head about opening a studio. That was always my dream. And um, so we'll kind of get into that, I'm sure, more later. But um, anyways, a few years down the line, it actually happened. I am married and have three little boys, so I stay very busy running after them, and at sports practices,
2: and games, and all that.
0: And owning a business, yeah. and all of that, yeah. Supermom.
2: Yeah. Yep. And how about you, Nicole? Nicole Lazzarini, I am a Canadian, and now also an American. I became an American <laughs> citizen five years ago.
0: Congratulations. Thank
2: you, thank you. It was The test was a little stressful, but I did okay. <laughs> I lived overseas for 10 years of my life. I lived in Dubai, Norway, Scotland, Canada again. I moved to Bakersfield my senior year of high school, and it kind of stuck. I got my bachelor's degree at CSUB. I moved to Fresno State for my master's degree. I worked at an elementary school for five years as a speech language pathologist. And then when I got pregnant, decided that I wanted to stay at home. I didn't think I'd be patient enough to be at home with special ed kids and then come home and deal with my own kids. So I stayed at home and then uh, Christy had her little idea and I just kind of pushed her off the cliff and we (laughs) jumped off together and created Level.
0: (laughs) Nicole is being modest because, Nicole, you didn't want to do this in the first place.
2: <laughs> well, I, I wanted Christy <laughs> to do it so I could come and work out. I thought it was a great idea for Christy to do. I always knew I wanted to stay at home with kids and did not want to work, so. <laughs>
1: sure. But so she realized convincing. I wasn't gonna do it by myself and she kept waiting. She kept bugging me. Every you know, uh, month I'd see her and she said, what, you do your business plan yet? Yeah. Or, what happened with that studio thing? And I'm like, "Nah." Eh. No, I'm not gonna do anything with it.
0: I've got a good, safe job at Chevron. Yeah. What, why would I, why would I quit? quit?
1: Nope. I was I was happy, I was doing good. So, but then every month she kept bugging me. So, I finally said, well,
2: are you interested? Well, I guess. so. <laughs> If it means I can work out there, I'll I'll teach for you here and there, is what I said at first. Yeah. Next yeah. thing you know, we were going to dinner with our husbands,
1: and then they had me planning on quitting my job. They had a deadline. <laughs> and I came home, I was like, is that really happening? Like, this isn't really going to happen.
0: Now, one of the things we're going to talk about in the next segment is choosing a partner, because that is a key ingredient to all of this. But one of the things I wanted to look at in your relationship is... Christy, you're the numbers person. Mm-hmm. Nicole, you're the creative of the two. And some may say the twine should never meet <laughs> because it can lead to fireworks. But in this particular case, This has really worked out well, and tell us the story about the $200 trash can.
2: (laughs) Well, I think I should start with, although I'm the creative person, (laughs) I wouldn't describe myself as artsy or creative. Okay. I am type A, I like a schedule, I like a timeline, I actually like things done quicker than Christy does. It's like, oh, this is due in two weeks. I'm like, let's do it tonight. She's like, oh, we'll do it two nights before. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know about that. So we're both very type A. Okay. So although we do have different strengths, right. we still are very similar in the way that we have a work ethic. So right. I think that makes a difference. If I was completely creative and was like, I'm gonna spend 17 hours doing something, yeah, it right. wouldn't fly.
0: And why was there this long drawn out discussion over a trash can?
2: Oh, yes, trash can. So when we first started opening, Christy wanted, it's actually the trash can standing behind you. It's a gorgeous trash can with a dispenser for the wipes for the machine. And it was $200 and I'm like, we can go to Home Depot and buy one for $50. We're not spending $200 on a trash can. Back and forth, she'd be like, See, look, here's the trash can. And I'm like, We don't need this. (laughs) Finally, Christy won the argument. Mm -hmm. We got the trash can. We now have two trash cans. So now we're fancy. We are
0: rolling. And the trash can is still here. And we'll show some uh, B roll footage of that in a minute so that you can see this $200 Mm -hmm. trash can. But for business owners out there, there are a lot of gyms out there, and there are a lot of choices to Mm -hmm. be had, but what makes Level Fitness so unique and sets you apart from all the other noise out there?
1: Well, I think the workout that we have, so we're standing next to this machine called the Megaformer, which is amazing. I mean, this workout in itself will humble any athlete, but it's nice because it has a big range. So mm. if you're 80 years old, you can't jump, run, you have a knee replacement or whatever, this will support you and be a low um, impact kind of workout. Okay. So the cool thing is you could have someone who's, you know, like I said, extreme athlete, next time someone who's never worked out before, they right. could be in the same class mm-hmm. doing essentially the same workout, but because there's so many modifications, because there's so many spring adjustments, um, everyone could be getting a workout at the same time. right? But their own workout that challenges them.
2: So I think that's one piece. And it's not just the machine, because we have gone to other studios. There's over 350 Legree studios worldwide. Mm -hmm. And And what is Legree? Legree is the method that we practice. So it's like yoga, CrossFit, so the Legree method. It was created by Sebastian Legree, who was a personal trainer to STARS in LA. Mm -hmm. And he was using a cardio machine and a Pilates reformer. Ah. And he decided that this takes too much time. I can create a machine. So he's kind of a mad scientist in in an amazing way. But he said, I can create a machine that combines both of these. And Uh that's what he created as the Megaformer.
0: For the business owner, and both of you are, Mm -hmm. workout scheduling can be a challenge. And how do your schedules that you're open here help the business owner with their you know, 200 hours a day, 3000 hours a week schedule that they're constantly running?
2: Well, we're lucky. So we have an amazing team of instructors that we handpicked. So we went through Bakersfield before opening the studio and said, who would be a good fit on this team? We attended their classes. We talked to people that went to their classes. We were scouting. Yes, we were definitely (laughs) scouting for months. So we have a great team. So we have 5 a.m., 6 a.m. So that is great for those business owners if they can get up that early. Mm -hmm. And it's a commitment. You have to show up and if you don't show up, you get charged. Mm. So not only do you pay for a membership here, but if you don't come, but you say you're coming, we hold you even more accountable for that. Nice. So that 5-6 a.m. is a great time for business owners. Mm-hmm. Then we have during the day. So we have some business owners, a local woman who owns a business, she comes at lunch a lot of the time because mm-hmm. she knows she can take a little bit of a longer lunch. Mm-hmm. And that's why we did that lunch class was we knew that business owners could come, pop in for lunch, you're not too sweaty, you can yeah. put your clothes back on, <laughs> go back to work. 30 minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes. And then we have 430, 530, 630 most nights, and the weekends. We also offer privates. So for those business owners that are like, hey, at 2 p.m. it really slows down for me at work, they can schedule a private with one of our instructors and have a one-on-one session.
0: If visioneers want to get in touch with you, how do they do that?
2: We have multiple ways. What's your website? It is
1: www.lvl-fitness.com. And that has everything. That has all our pricing, our schedules, um, information about the workout, our, all our teacher's policies, bios. yeah, every teacher. Mm-hmm. So we always tell people to go there first. Then that probably gets 50% of your questions taken care of. But then you can always call us or text us. Mm-hmm.
0: And Nicole is the queen of their social media. And how do they? <laughs> how do Visioneers find you on social media?
2: So our handle is LVL Fitness Bakersfield, and you can message us. You can. Send a DM, I guess that is a message. You can tag us in something. I'm always on there, always.
0: (laughs) And if you like Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify, and leave a comment. The reason we're here is because of a visionary just like you, who said, you know what? You need to go talk to Christina and Nicole, and we're here! So go ahead and reach out to us on social media, and we'll be right back with, how do you find the right partner for your business? Your face is your brand.
3: Portraits are important because you need to be the face of your business. Whether you're the business owner, you ought offer a product or service, you need to put that out there. It's the representation of your company. You can find Red Crane Portraits online at redcraneportraits.com. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You can call us at 661-243-0931 or you can email me at shauna at redcraneportraits.com. Your face is your brand, so call Red Crane Portraits today.
0: We're here with Christy Whitberg and Nicole Lazzarini, the owners of Level Fitness, and our visionary question comes from Trevor who asks, when working with your employees, how do you define for each of them results that are measurable, profitable, and scalable so that they know that they're doing a good job? So what's great for us is we use the mind-body system. What's
2: that? It's a program for the scheduling where our instructors clock in, where our members book classes. So built-in app for all the fitness studios. Any fitness studios know what MindBody is. It's a large app that is used. Um, But with that, it breaks down utilization for each instructor. Mm. So part of it with a fitness studio isn't always the instructor. Sometimes it's the class time. Mm -hmm. So we do have to take that into account because we can have, because 2 p.m. on a Friday doesn't matter. If Oprah's teaching the class, mm-hmm. it might not be packed if it's <laughs> sure. a long weekend. Right, like, sure. So we have to take that into account, but for the most part, we look at our utilization for all of our instructors mm-hmm. and make sure that it's the right instructor for the class time. Mm-hmm. And then maybe should that class time die? Because mm. we've done our research on our instructors and we've spent a lot of time training them, yeah. Right. it's not our instructors. We know that. Sure. So it's either the yeah. class time, the time or time of year. Right. So Christmas, December, sometimes it dies down. Mm-hmm. Summer, sometimes it dies down. So then we just look at how can we adapt our schedule a little bit to increase that utilization so the class energy is still there and the instructors are still feeling successful. Okay. Yeah. And then we do annual. We only we
3: have do reviews. it once a year, right? Yeah, yeah
2: reviews. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we get feedback from
1: people as soon as they leave a class. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they get it every class but they get a little text from MindBody asking for review on the class. It's like they put a star level, Mm -hmm. so we can see
2: those. Um, We attend a lot of classes, so we are always talking to the instructors about the amazing things they're doing and maybe a little tweaks they could do to make the class even more exceptional. Yeah,
1: mean I think that's big is witnessing it. How how are people doing in class? You could see people's expression. If, If the instructor wasn't doing well, you would know. So I hit up everybody's class frequently just to kind of keep a check on things and you can give them feedback right then. Not like, oh, I heard you did this. Like, that's no fun to hear. It's better just to have firsthand feedback.
0: Part of the success of Level Fitness has been the cloak and dagger origins (laughs) of this. Very briefly, and this is wonderful, but very briefly walk us through how this came to be, because there are some absolutely charming elements to this that impact your business now. So I think
2: after we both started our training, Christy went to training first, then I went to training second. (laughs) We both said, we need a machine to start practicing on. And Uh we didn't have anywhere to put it. So Christy had a little office, right. piano room. I don't know what it was at that point. I don't know. It was kid, the kids, I was a guest room, I think. It no one turned into our workout room slash <laughs> storage.
0: So the kids' room. You kicked the kids yeah. out of the room. <laughs> yeah. You a put it in the room. machine.
1: Guest bedroom. Oh, okay. But okay. No okay. more guests. <laughs> it, become, it became a mega room,
2: and we had like privates going in and out. In Our instructors all. came in practice also, so they had a key to Christy's house, because Christy was still working full-time at this point. Right. So we'd kind of book little times. So I'm going to be here So then. you
0: gave employees the key to your well, house. I no, you think they, you had a key. They,
2: <laughs> I had a key. I oh, I would <laughs> meet them there maybe. Well, <laughs> Kelsey
1: was yeah, there. Got
0: <laughs> yeah. <key. I> mean.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we it started like I would come home on my lunch break and meet someone and do a private. So it was practice for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then it was like friends of friends texting like, hey, I heard you had this machine going on. When can I get in? <laughs> And so, I mean, I remember on like a Saturday having, you know, like three or four privates in a row. And it was just me and the person on the machine. So there's no cheating. It was like a killer workout. And the room was so little, you couldn't even walk this part of the machine. The front part. It was just a small little bedroom. But that kind of got this like word of mouth thing going on for us where it was like, you know, secret, friends um, of friends, and all these people wanted to come and try this workout. Mm-hmm. And then the studio was being
0: built, and of it course- It was supposed
2: to be open in November. Okay. It was supposed to be finished, and then we had some- delays. Permanent delays. Yes.
0: <laughs> so That's a very nice way of putting it, yes, by the way. it
2: was. We were not zoned for what we thought we were, uh, so we had to wait. Gee,
0: imagine that! Yeah,
2: that was a big setback. <laughs> that was a big setback. So we thought we'd be open mid-November, before Thanksgiving, be able to practice with all the machines. So the machines were delivered. Mid-November. We have training scheduled in November for all our teachers. And we had nowhere for the (laughs) machines. So our landlord had an empty building downtown. And he said, you know what? I'll help you guys out. So he gave us the keys to the building and we started a group practice instead of just a one machine practice. We had our eight machines. Yeah, then. we had eight machines then, and we had instructors that were coming at 5 a.m. because that's right. what worked for them, and they got their little group, and they'd come to the door, knock on the door. I mean, you yeah, didn't had even know waivers. You'd yeah. have to sign. <laughs> yeah. There was no heat. Yeah, no heat. People would come in and-, and yeah. Ugly, ugly room. It was- I was like, please don't post pictures. Nobody post anything. I don't want people seeing what this looks like.
0: But at the same time, you were developing your client base. Mm -hmm. How did you interact with the clients? Because it's one thing to hear word of mouth, but you got this tornado started of people coming in. How did that work? I mean, it was friends
1: of friends. People would text us. Instructors, friends. Yeah, because think about it. You have 10 instructors and then everybody has their little group of people and they want to try this new workout that you're teaching so they'd have those people come in and then that person would tell someone hey I heard they did this workout they can't walk today you know what is that? (laughs) I want to do it and so it kind of turned into this big thing before we even opened Mm -hmm. so we started selling founding memberships and we thought oh maybe we And remember we
2: turned it on we hadn't even turned it on and someone had been stalking our website waiting for it to be turned on and (laughs) we said we were going to turn it on I think December 1st we were going to give it a month to sell and I text Christy, and I said "Uh, we sold one already I think we sold something (laughs) and then we had sold two because she told a friend it's on I found the link I got it I got it and we're like we have sold two we haven't even turned it on yet so it was, it was really exciting. We had a group message between our husbands. So the four of us who were on this message. Any time a package was sold, I would receive the email and I would text the group saying number yeah twenty five yeah whatever was sold. And it was it was an exciting time for us.
0: But you built this in stages. Mm-hmm. because Christy, you're the numbers person on this and you're mm-hmm. very analytical on putting this together. What was the mental state or the progression of opening this business, coming out of the guest room of your house? <laughs> from
2: Business it, from yeah. Dummies, that's yeah. how we started. Yeah, yeah I do have from a, a
1: book, Business for Dummies. And but we, we like, we're very conservative with our numbers and that's the biggest piece of advice I would give is do your projections. I know it's hard to think, well, how, how What is our income going to come from? You've got to really think about, okay, you're going to have members, some are going to have membership, some are going to buy a, pe- a class pack. What's the average you're going to get per class? Okay, What's your utilization going to be? So what, the day you open your doors, you're not going to have 100% utilization every class full. Right. So you have to talk about that, and then how many classes a day? Okay, but you have a cost for your instructor. So there's all these numbers. So we kind of had going and figuring you know, let's assume we have 50% utilization Mm -hmm. or whatever. Let's go really conservative. So then we started thinking, okay, well how many memberships do we need to sell to pay for our rent and our instructors? Like those are the expenses you have to pay Mm -hmm. no matter what. And so we kind of had that figured out. And then, okay, then this would be nice to sell this much more, that would pay for our utilities. And Mm -hmm. anyway, so as we were selling memberships, we're like, okay, at least we know we can pay that. You know, we could keep our doors open. And then everything on top of that is just,
2: extra then we phone. had to add more right. classes yeah because there was a need right. so then we found okay now if we add an extra class what happens to utilization and it's the balance of those numbers
1: sure because yeah, that was the big thing right when we opened is every class was so full i mean we weren't anticipating that problem every class was so full no one could get in but then it's discouraging when you buy like a two week trial and can't get into a class so then it was kind of the other problem of being too busy right so then we had to add a bunch of classes okay who's going to teach the classes and um, you know, all that. So,
0: and then COVID hit. Not yes. one, <laughs> <laughs> COVID impacted yeah. every Gym, business, yeah. but especially gyms. <laughs> mm-hmm. But having walked out of that and grown out of COVID, what is the lasting lesson that you have learned from COVID? Well, I think
1: first, be conservative with your money when you start building a savings account, don't start, you know, you don't need to spend, 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 spend and get more inventory and all this. Like we
2: had a, we weren't worried closing at first because we thought it was only gonna be two two to three weeks. Yeah. (laughs) right, sure. Like everyone thought it was only gonna be two weeks, but we weren't concerned with that. It was like, okay, we'll do that. No problem. But then as it drug on, we realized we had to pivot and create something new, which we did. Mm -hmm. And then I think now looking back, we're just thinking kind of, quarters at a time instead of years at a time. So what are the next three months going to be looking like? And what can we do for those next three months to really increase what we're doing at our business? Mm. So right now we're talking about Christmas. Mm. And I feel like before COVID, we were a little bit more conservative, partly because we were a newer business. But now we feel like, okay, COVID's done-ish. And let's see what we can do to get numbers where we want to see them. but I think the big thing is being able to
1: adapt your business like obviously we're an in-person studio that's with a very specific machine with all we do you can't do this at home right but COVID closed us on the 17th like literally the next morning we were on Instagram live doing
2: home workouts so we did a week of free workouts and then we made an online platform and had four classes a day at first that people could book With an online platform, yeah. And the good thing, I mean,
1: just like that, like we didn't have any experience with that, and I know a lot of studios did that, but we did it fast. And the big thing was that kept our community together, which helped us when we reopened Mm -hmm. because Uh, it wasn't like, oh, who's Level Fitness? We forgot about them. A lot of those people, not everybody, but a lot of them, still tuned um, in. Tuned in, yeah. And you know, some of them were like, oh, just keep my membership open. They wanted to help us out and stay part of that group, you know, because the workout. Is great but it's not just a workout here it's like it's this community it's the motivator to get you to walk in the door and those people were all still logging in online we could still interact with them so even though we didn't have the machine or the studio we kind of kept that community going with our online classes so that when we opened the studio it was like oh yeah not not so awkward like I haven't been there in so long I'm nervous to come back or I'm out of shape
2: (laughs) Everyone, everyone stayed in shape that did the online program yeah We kept our instructors busy. We kept their sanity, our sanity, our members' sanity. Like, I do think it really, it helped for the day-to-day for a lot of us.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we'll talk more about community when we come right back. It's hard to believe, but we are four episodes away from the kickoff of season four here on Small Business Celebration. So if there's somebody that you would like to see help us kick off our fourth season here on Small Business Celebration, let us know. Reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram and tell us who you'd like to see or something you'd like to learn about. Just reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. I'm here with Christy Wintberg and Nicole Lazzarini, the owners of Level Fitness, and our visionary question comes from Yasso who asks, how do you know the difference between initial performance indicators and lagging performance indicators to determine the long-term financial health of your business?
1: I think we look at a lot of different things for us. We have you know leading and lagging indicators, what he's talking about. So leading, we're looking at new customers coming in. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of new client specials, like trials and two class packs. So, Um, You know we look at how many of those are selling and new faces coming in because that's always what you want You want more people coming in Um, So that's important. We look at return rates of those customers that come in how many are actually staying Right, right purchasing things. That's what you want. You want them to be happy. Obviously, you know everyone doesn't always stay and by just for different reasons, not because they don't like it, maybe you can't afford it or the schedule doesn't work for them. So those are all good leading indicators. Our big one is utilization, equipment utilization. What's that? Out of the machines that we have, each class, what percentage are full? What uh, percentage are, are paid for or booked. Sure. So you want, you know, obviously hundred percent utilization would be good but maybe not too I good. I say because, no.
2: <laughs> because then, we want there to be a spot for those last minute yeah. non-organized people. Right. You want to have some space. If you're always on a wait list, people
1: don't like that. Yeah. So that's probably like our biggest KPI that we look at is um, equipment utilization. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I guess the final thing is like your P&L and, and looking at that statement, looking at the revenue each month, the expenses, and, and how, how that's looking, you know? How can you make one higher, make one lower, and sure. <laughs> it's pretty basic.
0: What is that one little thing that you look for over the past six months, nine months, a year, that kind of foreshadows or forecasts what's likely to happen six months, nine months, 12 months down the road?
1: I, mean, I think it goes back to utilization, like that's, oh, okay. we just purchased, um, since we've opened we have purchased three machines, uh-huh. which is a big investment for us. Sure. Um, and those have been really strategic decisions as far as we look at the utilization, I mean, in our business you can't just add more classes because who wants to come work out at 2 p.m.? It's not
2: like hair salon, where, oh, I'll just stay another three hours and I can get more clients in. Right. No one wants to work out at 7 p.m. at night.
0: Right.
1: So that's when it comes to our decision, okay, do we add another piece of equipment so that we can book this spot? Right. Because at 6 a.m., when it's full and there's wait lists every day, then, you know, you see an opportunity. So it's looking back and doing that research. Okay, how many days are we at full capacity? How many are on the wait list? Okay, this is going to cost X dollars to buy this machine. How fast can we pay for it is usually what we do. So what's the payout on that investment? So I think that's the biggest decision that we, we always look at. Now we're kind of at capacity. I don't think we can fit any more in here. But...
0: <laughs> well, I've been told there is a guest bedroom. Yeah, there we, go. we can bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized, I forgot to ask in the, in the second segment about partners, oh, yeah. cool. and one of the things that about partners is you two looked at each other and knew that this partnership was gonna work. Now, depending on who I talk to on any given week here on Small Business Celebration, I'll hear partners are the best thing in the world. And the next week I'll hear partners are the worst thing in the world. How did you two determine that your partnership was going to work?
2: Well, I don't think you know that when you start, really. Okay. I mean, and I think it ebbs and flows. But the biggest thing as a woman and a mother, uh-huh. I couldn't do this by myself, and Christy couldn't do it by herself, and still be the mom that we want to be and the wife that we want to be. Be able to go out of town and Mm -hmm. be to kids' kids kids sports, (laughs) and yeah, we have other instructors that are here to help fill the classes when we are unavailable, but the balance of answering the phone, you know, dealing with an order, dealing with an instructor that might have something going on that needs help we can just kind of tag team it mm-hmm. and if there's a lot going on with Christy then I can help or if I'm out of town Christy can help and I mean we do a lot of it remotely which is beneficial but I think it's just finding someone that you know is responsible mm-hmm. that you can tolerate for the most part, <laughs> <laughs> and that you have like a good communication with that's yeah and find people with strengths that are maybe different than your own mm-hmm. to balance. Cuz if I was the numbers person and Christy was the numbers person, I'd be like, "No, Christy, we need to do it yeah, this way." I don't like your that. spreadsheet. It should be I don't even know how to make a spreadsheet <laughs> most of the time. I mean, she sends me Excel and I'm like, "Can you hide this column for me? I don't remember."
1: Sure? So, yeah, so no know, know your strengths yeah. and the, and we didn't I mean, it just naturally felt. Like we weren't like, "Okay, I'm looking for a partner now they need to be creative. They need to do Instagram like It just kind of It was like, you like
2: to work out, I like to work out. You have kids, I have kids. You're healthy, I'm healthy. We weren't strategic (laughs) about partnership
1: selection. We just, you know, kind of thought it'd be a good fit. But then I think working out key responsibilities in a partnership so you're not stepping on each other's toes. Like for us, it just kind of seems to naturally like, oh, I just start kind of doing this, and so that becomes my job. She just kind of starts doing that, so it becomes her job. And so it works
2: out. And we use Google Voice. So I don't know if other Uh. businesses have used that that you've spoken to, but we have access to it on our cell phones so we can see exactly what each other have text to someone or they're texting us and everyone always says, oh I don't know if I'm talking to Nicole or Christy. Well, it, you don't. It's, it's level team. Surprise. like Surprise! We're just going to solve your problems. But it really helps because I, if Christy's at a boys soccer game and I know she's busy and a member calls asking like, hey I need to get out of this class, I can respond to it, solve the problem, and she doesn't even know what happened. So, it works well for us. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and I think it's funny because when we first were, when I was thinking about opening the studio I met with Um, kind of a person I knew that was a business owner and they were like don't ever get a partner don't ever it's the worst thing you can do and they totally scared me well about opening the business first of all they scared me about everything I went home and was like I'm not doing this right um but then don't ever do a partner you know and so I think you just got to be selective on who you choose
0: one of the misnomers about social media is it's Free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody knows it's free. You download the app onto your phone, and it's free. Now, Nicole, how much time a day do you spend <laughs> on social media?
2: An average on my phone in general, and it's usually on social media, is like an average of five and a half hours a day. And don't tell her. Some husband. weeks, it, you know, <laughs> some weeks it goes up. It's like, oh, you have a twenty-nine percent increase this week, and I'm like, oh, that hurts. And that's not including what I do on my computer. That's just on my phone. So there's the balance, you know.
0: Five and a half hours a day Day. Mm -hmm. on average. I don't know how many business owners know how much their hourly rate is, but it doesn't take us a rocket scientist to start figuring out how many commas that (laughs) turns into very quickly. Mm -hmm. Why do you invest? Because it is an investment. Why do you invest that much time into social media when you could spend that money or that time in traditional advertising or other kinds of marketing?
2: Yeah, I would love to have someone else do it for the time, I would, because there's moments that it's like, gosh, I'm on my phone so much just reposting, commenting, but someone else won't do it as well as us (laughs) Mm. because it's our brand and we have created this brand and team and energy with the clients and the instructors that if someone else was doing it, it just wouldn't vibe, and I don't think the, Christy and I talked about control earlier. <laughs> she has a hard time like letting go of some areas of control. Social media is it for me? Like I can, I couldn't handle someone else posting and the picture be like, not oh, being squared. Doors and, open
1: in the background. Yeah. And, the <laughs> things that I noticed. You see that. Are like, Fire extinguisher in the background like why would they take that
2: picture (laughs) yeah so it's just the little details that make such a difference for the branding and it took me a long time to learn it i use a scheduling app so that has helped a lot so now i kind of use one day a month and i schedule out the posts for the month and i kind of know the vibe of where we're going so if it's Heart Awareness Month. We're really talking about heart and fitness and wellness. Some red colors, yeah. In red there. colors are in there. This last month we did kind of a booty glute focus, mm-hmm. like sure. how to change your body. Um, Christmas we'll do a lot on sales and packages and gifts for other people. Season of giving, stocking stuffer fillers, all that sort of stuff. So I'm always thinking of what does this month look like oh. and planning it that way. She doesn't just wake up like I'm gonna post
1: a no, it's very healthy strategic. recipe to
2: I mean it's. Yeah, it's strategic, when we I'm started, not sure everybody does it. When we started, Christy was on the social media also. It was kind of like Google Voice. We both would handle it, right. and she'd post something, or, and I'm like, stop, no, you're messing it all up. <laughs> I didn't get it. She I didn't never not it. And no. then
1: she was just like, very nicely mm-hmm. told me, I could spend my time elsewhere, yep. and <laughs> I was
2: good with that. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we found our lanes, and we stay mm-hmm. in them, but social media, definitely, there are people that could do it for you. But the cost, especially when you're starting a business, The cost, if you just take that time and really learn how to do it and plan it out, it's not that overwhelming once you get the hang of it. But if that's not in your wheelhouse,
1: then I would say hire it out and rather than not do it at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm.
0: What makes you two wake up every morning and open your business?
1: I think um, helping others, Mm -hmm. I mean, I hope people feel this our clients is that we started this business because we wanted to build this community of like-minded people who are focused on health and fitness
2: and, and understood you only need 45 minutes. You know, we understand that people are busy and no one has time to go to the gym for 2 hours mm. for an okay workout. Yeah. Right. We deliver an amazing workout in 45 minutes the schedule is appealing to people, and we're making a difference in people's lives. Like, I really do feel that way. Yeah,
1: I got chills. Like, it's, you know, working in private sector and, you know, doing what I used to do and trying to save people money and all this. Like, nothing is as rewarding as you see people who come in, they left their first class, like, crying because they never worked out and they felt like a failure. And um, then you see them, now they're on the wall, over 100 classes, Mm -hmm. 250 classes, Their husband's coming, their mom's coming, Um, they feel like
2: they're healthier for their family. Yeah,
1: they've gotten themselves healthier, they have that self-confidence you just see when they come in the door versus before they were like kind of a meek person. So I think there's so many of those stories, like I literally have chills, there's
2: so many of those stories that we've had that we've built over three years of really changing people's lives that... Like the one I think of is a member said they'd always go to Washington every year as a family and she could never keep up walking. She would always have to go back to the hotel room. She was tired and this was pre-COVID. She went on the family trip and she came back and she said, I spent the whole time with my family. I was not tired. I could walk around Washington, see everything and I could keep up with them. And those are the changes that Christy and I wanna see. It's not, oh, my jeans look good or oh, like Mm -hmm. look how strong I am today. It's those life changes where People feel more successful in their day-to-day because they come here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. If visionaries want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Social media, telephone,
2: email. Yeah, email and
0: what is, your, what is your social media handle? So it's LVL
2: Fitness Bakersfield. And our phone number is 661-412-3091. You can
1: text or us, call us, us yeah, or in, email us. Yeah.
2: Info at
1: lvl-fitness.com.
0: And what's your website?
1: www.lvl-fitness.com
0: Christy, Nicole, thank you very much for joining us here on Small Business Celebration.
1: Thank a- you for having
0: us. And I'll be right back with my final thought.
3: Your face is your brand. Portraits are important because you need to be the face of your business. Whether you're the business owner, you ought offer a product or service, you need to put that out there. It's the representation of your company. You can find Red Crane Portraits online at redcraneportraits.com. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You can call us at 661-243-0931, or you can email me at shauna at redcraneportraits.com. Your face is your brand, so call Red Crane
0: Portraits today. The brightest star in your galaxy. The other day I was reading a periodical about the brand new telescope that NASA is planning on putting out into space and how they were planning on comparing its performance to the old Hubble telescope. And according to the article, one of the things that the scientists were going to be looking at is what they labeled as the closest star to planet Earth, which is Alpha Centauri. Now, Alpha Centauri is 4.4 light years from Earth, which means It takes the light from that star 4.4 years in order to reach Earth. One of the other places that the scientists were also going to look at was the Canis Major Dwarf Galaxy. Now that galaxy is a mere 42,000 light years away, which means it takes the light from that galaxy 42,000 years in order to reach Earth. And as I was reading the article, and the sun was filtering its sunlight over my shoulder and onto the page, I realized the author of the article had made a rather astounding omission. There is one star whose light takes 8.3 minutes to reach Earth. We happen to call it the sun. But it's probably the most important star in our galaxy. I also started getting to think, how often have we overlooked the brightest star in our universe? Sure, we look at the Meg Whitmans and the Elon Musks, or we go back in history and look at Queen Elizabeth I or Aristotle, but what about the here and now? What about the very influential people in our lives? Who would you think to send a text to, write a letter, maybe even invite out for a cup of coffee? I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Nicole Lazzarini and Chrissy Wittenberg of The Level Fitness. And I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. And we'll see you here again next week.